Aha! Oh no. I almost played it on the wrong channel. It almost went over the air. Oh, that's bad. Oh, it is bad. Well, we solved it though. You, we you, fixed you it. You caught it. You caught it. That's yes. all that matters. We're okay. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll let it play a little longer. I can mess with the intro live. Dang, yeah, you can. Probably shouldn't though. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cruising the Planet. I believe this is episode 68. Um, nice minus one. We've uh, Today we're joined by... All my notes are everywhere. I've scattered them to the winds. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, today we're joined by Jake. Hi, I'm Jake. He's uh, on his. He's come in so graciously on his day off. My day off. Because he's a salary man now. I love the show. And he loves the show. Mm-hmm. As also, um, whoops, Jake is a, uh, well, there's no easy way to put it, Jake. It's you and me again. Yep. The dynamic duo. But today, specifically, is one year from us going like, Spring break just started. Hey! Uh, I know it, it has been a year, and we're st- look. We're still wearing these. I know. Well, we weren't wearing them last time. That yeah. was the thing. Spring break started. Everyone left, and it was just like, all right, we're gonna see everyone in like a week. It's all good. And then like next week, it was just you and me again, and we were yeah. like, um, spring break's been extended. Yeah. Really- uh. I guess we're just going to keep hanging out. You know what I and mean? Then another week, and, and it's then like, another, people then, aren't Then Lance back. came in on that yeah. third one, and he was like, nobody's returning, Ethan. It's just, yeah. it's just you two for and the next like, couple le- of weeks. We're left for dead. We're, be- we're left for dead, too. Oh. Oh. Today is left for dead, too. I put, uh, what did I put the, the title for? Round two. So maybe we can Round adjust two. that later on. Round two, left for dead, That's two. what I have in my my notes. Speaking of Left 4 Dead 2, just on spring break topics, trying to keep it a little more light and relaxed. Sure. Um, speaking of uh, like video games and stuff, I know you, adamant, recluse, Jake, Rudisell, mm-hmm. yeah. the singular, as yes. we, we were able to yes, confirm. Yes, I'm the only one. I'm the only one in existence. He's the only one. If you if you come into America saying that you're Jake Rudisell, you're not. Yeah, you're, you're a doppelganger. You're a doppelganger. Or a man from, from Taurid, I think it's called. Uh, what? I'll I'll tell you about that after the intro. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to sort of just talk more on a relaxed spring break. Um, Texas has a fi- we've officially started. I believe today is the first day. No, today is the f- yeah today is the first day after the mask mandates worn off. Yeah. Uh, Texas is officially under the 100% back open. Mm-hmm. However, YouTube audience, you might be able to notice that we uh, we have our masks on. Yeah. We have, uh, we still wear them. I was at the gas station earlier today grabbing a, a little bit of a, a snacky snack before coming into work. Oh, me and, too. Uh, oh, ooh, mm-hmm. twinsies. Uh, and, um, yeah, people aren't wearing masks. No yeah. more in Texas. Not yeah. necessary uh, in, in public places. However, yesterday I was out of town uh, with my parents just sort of talking up shop, working on the truck so that I can use it for a mobile vehicle. I don't know yeah. if I talked about this over the show. I think I talked about it on the Ethan is Alone episode, like 65 or whatnot, during the tex- during the Great Texas Freeze. Yeah. Uh, my car was broken. Gotcha. My car yeah, died. I remember that. I remember yes, that. My, my vehicle died. Yes. It, she is no more. I have a $300 check from, from the scrap company. Yeah. From the scrap company. She's gone. Mm-hmm. Um. But we went and got my uh, my dad's old truck fixed up, and I drive that now, the family truck. I've been working yeah. on that truck for years, so it's, it's kind of cool that I get to ride it around right now. It's got a new Bluetooth speaker. Very nice. I was able to listen to The Bottom is a Rock by Mother Mother. Very good. Very loud, and I loved it. But I was out there, and I went, we had to go in and get a battery. That was the last thing on the ticket before I could leave and come back into town and come to work yesterday, yeah. where you saw me, and I was mm-hmm. very tired. Uh, we were walking into the big Walmart in that in that side of in uh, Keller, I believe, north, like North Fort Worth area. Yeah. And uh, we walked into the Walmart, and this man was like, "You need to put a mask on before coming to the shore." My heart jumped out of my chest. I was so excited. The, excuse me. <coughs> oh no. I just sneeze. Sorry. I was so excited that there was. It's weird to say this, 
yeah. just from my my cyberpunk heritage. But the corporations are doing a good one. They're yeah. they are understanding the concept of you got you're on private property. You got to follow the private rules to enter. You got to wear your mask. I think still. it's mainly because it's a PR thing. I truly believe it is a PR thing. However, at the currently the ends justify the means because Texas is about to see a real big stinker of a bad time. I don't know how the like the lack of memory that's got me a little peeved off. The lack yeah. of like understanding that like last spring break was th- th- we were told not to do things. And this spring break, like literally a, an, an actual year, cyclical. And you're tell you're letting people off the chain. Yeah. And I I understand the two but like to the two-sided argument of like, well, Ethan, you got to let people do what they want, but we let people do what they want. Yeah. And now 500,000 people are dead. Yeah. I keep my mask on because it's chipped and I like to drive around in circles to throw off federal agents. <laughs> I gotta start doing that. Have you seen the guy who um, during COVID they would play uh, drawing games with their jogging watches? They had GPS synced up on. They all had the same account on the computer. Yeah, and so they would go for their runs, and then they would draw (laughs) like shapes on their run. They'll take certain turns and they'll map it out. Yeah, base uh, effect. Here, let me see if I can pull a few up. I thought that that was incredibly clever. Drawing. Well, wow, geez, how would you even say this? Drawing with jog watch. Their jog. Fitbit, maybe. It's not Fitbit. I don't think. I think Fitbit has that. But here we go. Images. Let's see if I can get this up for. The, oh, I can't put some of these up for the people just because of uh, unfortunate circumstance. But I do see what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, we. So we have a tiny dog. We have a crab monster. We have a person that they sort of drew out, and then they were able to stop, and on another, a separate run, they could draw in the face. We have another person. Somebody drew a Ninja Turtle saying TMNT. They picked out certain roads to run on, and they were able to get that all figured out. Huh. I don't know if this one's real or not, but this says Lord Vader. Huh. It looks pretty real. Dang, looks like they're walking a lot. It's hard for me to tell from like this distance. Yeah. Oh, these are these are like miles. They are yeah. taking full roads. Yeah. Like this is an entire park. Mm. This is an entire golf course. Huh. For reference. Yeah. And so they ran the distance of a golf course probably four times just for the T Rex tail. That's pretty good. But then yeah. again, there, you have nothing else going on. Right. Yeah. Here's two dudes kissing. So that's good. I'm sorry. I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that was something that I don't think I can say on the podcast. Let's just say it involves Mario and Sonic. Th- those who know know. Okay, Jake. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your honesty of understanding of what you can and cannot say on a, on on uh, the show now. Yeah, you've really you've come a long way. I've Jake. grown up. You've evolved a little bit. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I don't mean it in any way. On uh, how you how to say this, but uh, you have answered the phone with more confidence now than you ever have, Jake. You have no idea how true that is, dude. Ethan. First, like when I first came into work, I think there was a phone ring within the first couple of weeks, and I was like, I just turn around, like I don't know what to do when when the phone rings in office. Am I allowed to get it? Is it you that has to get it because you're yeah. close? Like I just don't know the protocol. Yeah. You stand up, dude. I could have sworn all of your hair stuck straight up. And you're standing there, like, dancing back and forth, swaying. of Like, do I get it? Do I just leave it? Do I get it? Yeah. Do I leave it? Do I get Lance? Do I get Kirk? And eventually yeah. he picked it up. And it was like, oh, it already rang out. Yeah. We lost. Now, you just pick it up. You're just like, Jake Rudisell, K, um, KT. Tarleton Radio. Yeah, yeah. Tarleton Radio or yeah. KXDR Radio, whatever. Mm-hmm. We have multiple names over here in the old university. Yeah, or the, the station of many names. We The many-named station. Mm-hmm. And many faces. Ooh. That's a spooky I'm one. I'm the cutest. You're the cu- <laughs> Thank you, Jake. You're welcome. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, your confidence through the roof. I am super excited uh, for whenever you leave out of here and you have that resume all figured oh, yeah. out. 
I think I assume that you and Lance are working on. Yes, it. we seen, have. Been. I've seen a couple of them laying around. Yeah, I, mean, I leave them around, kind of like uh, it's kind of where I mark my territory with resumes. Yeah, it, it used to be kanji. And you speak. It still is kind of kanji. I don't know. They've mostly been cleaned up into that corner. I'm. Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm usually at. Uh. I mean, the thing is, is, I mainly do them on my phone. Uh. Like I've like I, I like a couple months ago. By a couple months, I mean like probably like four months ago. I discovered in my Anki app, I could click a button that opens up like a whiteboard. Uh. So I just like draw them all on here. Facts. Um, I only really write them in books. One thing I have been doing recently is I go through Japanese news articles and I'll just write them all out. What? Yep. Um, don't know what that's most of it. Sick. Don't know what most of it means, but like I'll, I have an app that's like just Japanese news. Like I found out that today uh, is actually a special occasion because it's the ten-year oh. anniversary of a really bad. Uh, I think it was an earthquake. Uh, um, that hit uh, Japan in uh, 2011, so it's wait, like a day of mourning or something. The one that hit the nuclear facility? No, it wasn't that, but... It, okay. It might have been. Hold on. Uh, I could tell... I know I know how to read Fukushima, so I could see if it mentions that at all. Uh, now I'm Googling it. Oh, Fukushima is mentioned in the article, so it's probably that. Um... Nine hours ago, NPR released revisiting Japan's Fukushima nuclear disaster ten years later. It's called something different because it's like to to there. It's like, you know, it's like how like people say the Waco siege, uh-huh. but like people from Waco would probably say like the Branch Davidian siege. Yeah, uh, there it's called uh, Higashi Higashi Nihon Dai Shinsai, which translates to the East Japanese Great Earthquake, or Large Earthquake. Well, the thing is, the earthquake didn't just blow up the one, like, the, didn't yeah, it just hit, hit a whole that. lot. It hit that and everything else, but the problem yeah. was it destroyed everything else, and then people were like, okay, the earthquake's done. And then somebody came on the phone line mm-hmm. and was just like, yeah, we have, yeah, we got... Uh, our nuclear thing is everywhere. Yeah. Don't touch the water. Like, get get out of the east. Yes, yes. Go to the west side. Mm-hmm now which yeah which like they don't they i guess they don't so see like, it as just, localized they don't see it as just fukushima right it's like because yeah. i saw Fuku, like fukushima was mentioned in the article but it mentioned a bunch of other places too like it mentioned um like fukushima like, has iwata iwatakin uh miyagi ken those mm-hmm. places got those places got hit those are all on the east side yeah um yeah, those are like just the whole side of the yeah. island was just bombarded by a terrible wave from yeah. a massive earthquake. Absolutely, yeah. and so so there's this sort of level of like internationally we know yeah like you said the Waco like everyone knows this is the Waco siege, but it's like but it everyone just in ha- Waco is like oh that's the building w- that had the Branch Davidians. Yeah, exactly. It's just mm-hmm. kind of that's that's just the place it is. People who live in everyone in Dallas. Yeah. Who lives there, they drive over the big X where JFK got hit, and they're like, oh, it's the X. Yeah. And then anyone else who's, like, remotely related to the JFK conspiracy theorists are like, yeah. it's Dallas, the, the, gra- the, the grassy knoll. The city that killed the president. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, this, like, we live there. Yeah. Like, we live here. It's really not that, like, you know, you still eat three square meals a day. You still yeah. got to go to the, you Waco, still got to go to sleep. Not, or, like, even, like, with Columbine. You yeah. know, like that was that that was a high school. Columbine is the name of a high school. Yeah, and you live in uh, like Boulder, Colorado. Was it Bo- no? It's Littleton. Littleton. Yeah, you live in Littleton, Colorado. Columbine is just the high school. Yes, you know, but like it's it has a m- tragic to- event. Yeah, but to me, like Columbine was a mass shooting. Yes, you know, it's like that. Right. You know, like we refer to. Mount St. Helens mm-hmm. in Montana, people, it's referred to. And, and, and I thought it, I want to. I thought Mount St. Helens was in uh, Washington. Uh, no, it's in Montana. Huh. Well, it's in Yellowstone National. Oh, you know what? You got me. No, it's near Helena. Mm, here. All right. Let's just check it. Yeah, we got to check it because I'm going to be thinking about that until Mount St. Helens located. Oh, in Washington State. You're right, Jake. Yep. You got me. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. But, the like, in pro- Washington... Oh, I see. Because it went into Yellowstone National Park. Yeah. The it was, way that it, it was huge. It was one of the worst volcanic eruptions. It's so, probably the worst one in the United States, yeah. for sure. Um, but, like, and 
quick disclaimer about all of these events. At no point is that are we sort of reducing them down these events, whatever happened there, yeah. whatever occurred. At no point do I want to want it to be assumed that I'm reducing these events down or we are reducing these events down to I really don't think that you were implying that. Just their but thing. It's yeah. I just figured it'd be it, it's easier to just say it now than sure. have to defend yourself later. That's that's fair like, fair point. Things happened here. Mm-hmm. And we all listen to podcasts or experience them, or we're alive when they happen. Yeah. But what we're trying—I guess what we're trying to bring up—is the perspective. I suppose so. I suppose that's fair. Because everyone who lives in Washington or the Montana area, on like mm-hmm. the that side of of the state, is like, yeah, that's the mountain that blew up. Yeah. Other people who come in, they're like, we climbed Mount St. Helens. <laughs> we climbed the mountain that kills. Yeah. I think that's a very interesting thing of people like. It's a very interesting thing of, like, normalcy. Yeah. I was recently just sort of, like, watching a couple of movies, and a theory on Signs popped up. Yeah. The movie Signs. Yeah, you, I've seen, seen Signs. Read the seen M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was someone who was going through a big theory about, like, why did the aliens... So, spoiler alert for Signs. Yeah, like, I guess. this old movie that, like... like yeah. If you have seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, you probably won't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> not, a, it's, not, fan, it's not amazing. It's, like, a pretty good average film like it's i liked it i liked it a lot but it's, it's, a, like, it's a day it's a daytime weekend film yeah it's like just, you you want like you you wouldn't go out and buy merch of it but like no. if it's put it you put it on it's well known if it's on a channel you know you'll watch it Yeah, just just put it on the tv mm-hmm. and do some like light paperwork while you're doing i don't know what people do yeah i, I do crossword puzzles is I, that or Look, I I already told you what I do. I write That's down true. I write down Japanese news articles. Yeah. We're crazy. not that interesting now. Yeah. <laughs> we realize it. But yeah, you put it on while you're doing some sort of menial task that doesn't yeah. need your full attention so that you can kind of back and forth on the movie. Mm-hmm. But in the movie science, somebody brought up the aliens are they are uh catastrophically uh, I don't know if allergic is the right word, but water destroys water, them. Yeah, water. Water right. melts their skin. Yeah. And somebody brought up this planet's like 70% water. It rains twice a week in certain er- mm-hmm. like areas in the population. Why on earth would you choose Earth? Why on earth would we go into the ocean? Exactly. Why mm-hmm. are we going to Mars? There's stuff we want there. Yes. Maybe. All the beans, Jake. All beans? of the beans. I thought it was hot sauce. That's more for me. But the point is, like, these aliens came down... They wanted the planet for some reason. Terraforming is probably an option if they have interstellar travel. That's literally what happened in World of Worlds, though. Yeah. They were terraforming um, Earth to be more like Mars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was it. It was ju- they just started destroying the surface and then re- rebuilding it. Yeah. That's what every single Elon Musk fan wants to happen on Mars, so they yeah. can go over there and be space pirated. Yeah. There are all right. Let's have a. I want to have a little discussion about. I like, think we should the terraform. I think we should terraform Jupiter. I think we that's a challenge. Finish terraforming Earth. I think we should terraform Jupiter because that's a challenge. Yeah, because it's a cloud. Yeah, it's a giant cloud. Imagine terraforming it. Condense it to a ball this big? Yeah. Sounds like a bad idea, Jake. In theory. Oh, okay, whatever. I have no way of dealing with that. It's like, as like a th- I have no way of tackling that as a problem. You've truly given me a giant. A gas giant. Gas giant. We're drumming on the table. Hopefully it's not destroying the, the recording of this. Let's look at the waveform. Oops, I'm zooming in. Zoom out. He is messing with it. He is going crazy. Uh, and there's I think, I think Dale Earnhardt. I think we're fine. Junior. Yeah. No what? way. Anyways, uh, fun little thing I want to get about in Mars. Um, Mars. Who thinks that anything on Mars is going to be lawful? Raise your hand now. If you're listening, uh, audience, if you're listening at home, if you're watching this in private, let's say you know, you're, you're on spring break, so you might be on a bus you might be on a road trip with your with some friends. You might be in, in you know checking into a motel or hotel right now. I want you to pause right now, raise your hands straight up in the air, and say, "I think Mars will be a lawful society," so that I can ridicule you. Um, when I finally break free of this all I'm a, shell. All I'm imagining is the idea of like 
guys on Mars being like techno bandits and yes. like stealing stuff from people on Earth, like credit card information and like selling selling them drugs. What? Yeah, it's it'd be cool. It'd be like the deep web, but on Mars. Nah, dude, the radio frequencies can't get there fast enough. Look, look, they they flew to Mars. They are patient. Dog bless. That's an interesting statement. Mm-hmm. That's a very powerful statement, actually. I will respect that, mm-hmm. and I'll leave that one for later. Okay. What I'm getting at is how fast do you think it's going to take for some idiot to just start wild, wild westing oh, it man. up in Mars? That'd be so cool. Because, like, the commune's going fine because it's, like, mostly scientists, but you got to start bringing in laborers. You got to start bringing in people to perform tasks of the more mundane nature. You need someone for maintenance of everything. Yeah. Because if any one system breaks, you have a catastrophic failure. Yeah. Unless you have enough construction workers who can are brought to Mars to be able to build up other things. There's two outcomes I see here. Yeah. The communes where all the rich people thought that they could live in a like agrarian racks rack rucksack style society and then all of a sudden later on they started smuggling in furniture because they wanted to feel rich and have possessions and it all just falls apart because like cushioned humans are the worst no you know nobles are the worst yeah uh i see i foresee that as like they start realizing that they're doing a bunch of manual labor and that they had just all they wanted to ever do was do manual labor and they get mad about it and then riot yeah or I foresee somebody screwing around and creating a mining colony, but they use old school mining laws where, like, you came in, you flew in on a spaceship that was way, a ticket that was way too overpriced, and now you owe us $100,000. Yeah. But we pay you $2 an hour. Mm-hmm. Indentured servitude type stuff. Yeah. that Those are the only two outcomes. Is like, a bunch of pompous people who think they want to live in a commune but are too spoiled. Yeah. And they riot. Or a literal... 1930s mining town Prison and then it, and then it riots. Yeah. Um I don't know. Do you see any other outcomes like when we when we finish the thought. I I'm not sure. It, it really just depends on who we send up there. You know, which like you said is probably going to be rich people. Right? Who knows? It could like it, it could be, you know, rich people could also turn into a prison planet. It could be what Australia was. Oh uh, yeah. You know, like tiny Texas like, America. Uh, yeah, like like imagine if like Mars just became like a planet full of predators. Mm. Like it's just that's where we dump our sexual predators. Yeah. You know? That'd be crazy. That'd be scary. Why pay for that though? So they would never in a million years like touch someone ever again. But like we euthanize people. Yeah, we do, but like we still like I'm curious. You know what? No, I'm curious. Cost. Look, I'm saying this as inspiration because there's because there's an. I'm saying this because there is an island that does a very similar function uh-huh. off the coast of Washington called McNeil Island. Um, there's this YouTuber I really like. His name is uh, his name is uh, Vagrant Holiday. He did a video where he actually canoed out to that island and camped out there for a few days illegally. Uh. Um, it's really cool. He has a really good channel. His whole gimmick is he travels to, like, other countries and just, like... Does illegal things? Well, no, it's not illegal things. Okay, sorry. The, the, laws, he, a... the laws he breaks are vagrancy laws. Vagrancy laws. I'm not familiar. He, he pays money, flies to a country, and then just acts like a bum. Ah. Uh, he camps out. He eats the cheapest food he can. He refuses to get a hotel. He hitchhikes so he can actually see the country. Uh-huh. But, like, his whole modus operandi is i want to take a really actively nice, be a vagrant yeah like he wants that's why his name is called vagrant holiday he's been uh. he's train hopped in america he's been to like Whoa. he's been to like three european countries he got one of the, he got like one of his bags stolen in uh portugal i think was the place crazy but uh he's been to japan he's been a vagrant in japan he's been to uh mcneil island and one of his really interesting videos is called riot holidays which happened um during like the george floyd protests like oh. when they were like becoming less of a protest and more of a riot yeah where like people were breaking down doors he just recorded what was happening uh-huh. and he would like talk to people and it was a very like very unbiased view very real in the moment yeah it wasn't like a like he wasn't trying to spin a narrative he wasn't trying to like praise them as like 
like social justice like titans but he wasn't or trying condemn to he wasn't trying to condemn them as like racially a bunch of yeah. a bunch of just thugs you know right. he was like this is what's happening you know uh-huh. he would make comments he would talk to people um it wasn't like a it wasn't very professional it was just like a yeah they broke uh, they broke into the starbucks over there or like pretty scuffed stuff yeah it's like it, he's he's just a dude he's just like an average guy uh-huh. you know interesting mm-hmm. elon musk says that a round trip ticket to mars will cost just a hundred thousand dollars wow huh that seems pretty cheap for a trip to mars round trip round trip so like coming back to this is the same guy that said however yeah this is the same guy that said that the hyperloop was totally viable i'm not familiar with the hyperloop you never heard about hyperloop i might have and i'm just like blanking on the name um while you're looking that up one thing i did um find out i found this out through reading japanese news the um the next like space hotel like the, the, the I first, heard about that. It's going to be in 2027, I think it is. Mm. It's like six years from now. Intriguing. We'll be alive to see the first space hotel. That's going to be fun. Would you save up money and go to a space hotel? No. No. I can look at the st- I can look at the sky anytime I go out into the country. Not a problem. Yeah. So but, uh, can you look at the Earth? The original, yes. But like, I'm doing it right now, Jake. Look. <laughs> Ethan, it's called. I'm not sure if you've heard of this, Ethan. It's called perspective. What? It's like so we you, weren't just talking about that earlier in look, the show. Look, this is where we're at. Uh-huh. But you go here, and you, you only see like this. Bro, but this you see like all that. Elevate my mindset. It's like crazy. I know. It's called. It's Jake, like, I have a curious question for you. <laughs> sure. Uh, so if I go up to the space hotel, yeah. It's a joke, by the way. It's a joke. Uh, if I go up into the space hotel, do they have to men in black me when I get to see what's on the other ha- side of the flat earth? I, I don't know, man. Um, oh, no. That's going off. That's 2 o'clock, all right. We'll just, I'll close the door. It's all fine. Right. Um, Answer my question. While you're doing that, uh, would they have to men in black you? It'd probably be a hologram, actually. Actually, no, it's not. No, 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 Ethan. Whenever you get back here, I got. I got to tell you the. I got to tell you the actual truth. Okay. It is. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But here's here's the thing. I actually no longer believe flat Earth. I believe hollow Earth. Oh yes. I believe hollow Earth. See, this one is more fun. Yeah. Hollow Earth allows you to have a genuinely fun time. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. So it'll look totally normal on the outside. Yeah, but on the inside, it's giants. It's giants? Yeah, it's giants. Not dinosaurs. Giants. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. Okay, so um, I don't remember the text, but one, one of the things about giants that's very special to a lot of like paranormal investigators, yeah. conspiracy theorists, anyone who's into old school mythology is that you look at like books, like you look at like religious texts from two books. nations that yeah. are like completely separate from each other or yes. like multiple ones one constant in a lot of them is the existence of giants giants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i believe in christianity and judaism they b- refer to them as the nephilim yeah. um a lot the of really interesting of angels and humans there's a lot of really interesting stuff especially involving uh, antarctica one of the things is that oh. the, the nazis in germany were trying to look for a hole into the earth through antarctica that's not an on the books documented thing it's definitely a conspiracy theory okay but the theory is, so is that that is the theory as to why nazis went to antarctica yes the theory of why nazis not went, ufo because they wanted to find like superhuman giants to like help use them. as a war item. like yeah they they wanted to like do that and find i think it's called agartha that's like the city that's on like in the hollow earth um not only that but this is something that's super interesting i am blinking 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 on the name but this is such a this is super fascinating but there was a man who traveled to antarctica yeah and then got came back and got picked up by just total feds you know and mm. this is what happened. This is all we know about this guy. Yes. He was like a he was like a guy in the army who's doing exploration in Antarctica. This is what happened. They took him into a room, yeah. told him to never speak about anything he found out there, then yeah. gave him a medal of honor. Think about that. Ooh. He found something there that the government wanted to know about. Mm. 
I think it's Agartha. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I've I've Wikipedia to Agartha. Yeah. Because I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. My, you've gotten D and D brain, Ethan. Yeah. Right now, you've completely like pulled him to the front. Please tell me you have heard of the YouTube channel Windagoon. I have not heard of the YouTube channel Windagoon. He is a guy. He does a series. He does like kind of iceberg iceberg conspiracy. He does a iceberg conspiracy theory video that's like consistent, like a layer each video. And um, that's where I'm getting this information from because his whole thing is he goes through this conspiracy theory iceberg that was around long, 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 long before the iceberg meme was a thing. This was back when it was like exclusively a thing only posted on 4chan. Uh It was posted on, this is like an X one. And it runs through it. And it is so fascinating because it goes into details about how like, like giants are real and they live in our hollow earth. Uh And like, it's it's insane. It's would the, would the Hollow Earth also account for some sort of barrier that doesn't allow us to go more than a kilometer below the Earth's crust? I don't know if it's a barrier. I think it's that the conditions, like the environmental conditions to get there, mm-hmm. are too harsh for humans to withstand, but not giants. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. That's my theory. I have genuine questions now. Not yeah. trying to poke holes. Yeah. Trying to understand what's holding it together as a hollow. I do not know that. Um. I genuinely am not sure. So this could be the internal structure. Do we have any any knowledge, any description? Zero. This is None. this is all considered a conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. You know? Right. I just, if there was proof of it, then it wouldn't be a conspiracy. Yeah. I'm just curious, is there a, like... All theoretical. No one knows for sure. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. This is fun to think about. It You've is, given me a new fun one. Watch his series. Like it's probably like a good thirty minutes each right. episode. Give me that name again. Windagoon. Like Windigo, but end it with O O like O N. Windigoon. Hold on, I'll see if I can find him. He's a. Uh, he's like he looks kind of like a caveman, dresses like a dad. Like that's his whole like kind of gimmick. But um, here we go. Mm-hmm. Found him. Windagoon. That's him. Yeah. Oh. He does like other icebergs too. I really like his disturbing when you say one. Icebergs. But, uh, they're like the images that are like the most interesting facts on the top. Like the least interesting, most common facts on the top, and the deeper it goes down, the more like oh. harder to find interesting stuff. I it's, it's, love bottom of the iceberg type concepts. That's um like that you that's like a very popular meme format right now because people just do it with series. Just like, oh, here's like the one that kicked it off was the Mario sixty four iceberg. Which was... Which is? It's just like a bunch of just little facts about Mario 64. Some are jokes, some aren't. Oh, I see. But it's like... A guy made a YouTube video on that, and that caused it to blow up because people are so interested to become in the a idea. For, become a format. Yeah, it's now a format. But I see. Before that, it was like a thing on 4chan where it's like... Moo would do it for music. Um, I have like a, I have a, I have a folder that I've had since like... 2015 of just old school 4chan icebergs Mm. um i think the one that kicked it off i can't necessarily say what it is on the podcast i see it starts with an Uh f-e-t it's like an iceberg of f-e-t's you know you could probably finish the sentence if you're smart yeah but um uh that's like the one that kicked it off because you know 4chan's degenerate but oh yeah um (laughs) and then but then that would like break off into like the music board would make their own iceberg uh, for music and genres and right. stuff like that. And there's like, I have an interesting question about icebergs now. Sure. Uh, within like, it's it's not a culture, but it's rather a marker of specific groups and interests and hobbies, right? Yeah. So would it be uninformed to say to surmise that someone could see icebergs and be immediately trying to be part of that like? indie underground culture just jump to the bottom of, the, of an iceberg oh 100 percent. i can totally see that happening yeah you know like yeah i can totally see something like that happening but like the, the, pro- the thing is is the problem the problem with that is most stuff that's in the lower sections of the iceberg is just kind of like truly unknown well it's not just this truly unknown it's like if it is known it's like for like a video game iceberg people would put stuff like worlds dot com i think it's called which is like an old 
2000s like social MMO like Second Life that's uh-huh. kind of dead now and very weird and strange. You really wouldn't be playing that all that much because there's just not I a whole see. lot to it. I see. But like the idea is like only someone who's like really weird and deranged would like spend all their time in worlds or like uh, wacky pizza world, whatever the hell that game's called. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, like it's a lot of the ones if you go down into the deep layers of like something like video games. Yeah. It's um, stuff that is just truly niche. It's like, like so you, niche. You couldn't be posing. It's if you're so doing niche this. that you have to be kind of a little bit insane to like actually yeah. seek that out outside of the weird niche. Right. You know, like most people would play something like that once to be like, oh, that was weird, and then move on. The implication is that there are people out there who do that, who do it constantly. That's their their whole thing. Yes. Um. But. And not to kink shame hobbies, but no, I don't. I don't there's know. a level of like this is this is normal because it's what the most popular people yeah, and the most people do. Mm-hmm. This is weird and fringe because just you do it. Yes, or just one random person out there yeah. does it. Nowadays, icebergs are more seen as a like a factoid dump. Okay, because that's like what the Super Mario sixty four iceberg was. Did. It was like. Yeah, it had a whole bunch of just little factoids. Interesting. And it just got weirder and weirder as it went down. And so everyone assumed that's just what icebergs are, but they're much more than that. They can be much more than that. Well, they are. They are much more than that ah. because that's what that like that's what the kind of the idea of it was. Yeah. The problem is with a lot of icebergs, and this is something me and my friend Chris who he like he doesn't like the concept anymore because he's been burnt out on just so many bad ones. Yeah. One of the problems is is that a lot of people on YouTube will make videos where they explain icebergs made by some guy on Reddit. Uh-huh. The problem with that is most people on Reddit will, when it comes to fortune, there's not a like a dopamine gain, yeah, like an upvote downvote system on Reddit would uh-huh. be. So when someone makes something like that, they're yeah. solely making it because they want to interact with the community. Uh-huh. The problem with Reddit is that people make something like that because they want to get karma, they want to get upvotes, they want to get that dopamine interaction. Interesting. You know? So they'll make one that's like has information but it's not as good or fleshed out or necessarily as well made. There's good stuff on there. There's like genuinely really good icebergs that you could find on there, but a whole lot of them are kind of just people pleaser. Yeah, like they're, they're design. Yeah, they're kind of just designed to be like, "Oh, I like the idea. I want to do it. I don't really have a whole lot I can work with, but uh-huh. I'll make this." You know, Reddit's a website of pseudo intellectuals. But you mix <laughs> that up. <laughs> you you mix that up. Just going to slide my accusation oh, I, in there. Yeah, well, because it's true. Um, anyways, you take one of their icebergs, which is a hit or miss on whether it's good or not. It's like a genuine like coin flip of this could be like a genuinely really good, well, well-made, well-informed iceberg yeah. or just a total nothing, nothing burger, you know? Uh-huh. And then you throw in a YouTuber who could also be in the same mindset uh. where a lot of them are like, oh, like... I want to, like, actually explain this, you know, which is why the uh, Mario 64 iceberg was so good because it explained right. it in such detail. It was They genuinely took care for the information. Yeah, and a lot of them do. I've seen a lot of good iceberg videos that do do that. But then there's people who are like, this is, this is something people want to watch, and I'm going to produce it. Cloud chase. Yeah, and, like, you can see that a lot because one of, like, it's almost like mimetic. One of the things yeah. it said is like, oh, I tried finding so much information about this and I just can't find any at all. And it's like, that's fine for like, with the Conspiracy Iceberg videos that Wendigoon does, I would genuinely believe him when he does that twofold because number one, a lot of stuff on there is genuinely super like obscure. Number two, the guy who made that iceberg on X years ago has admitted that um, there's a lot of, intentionally false misleading information on there Uh, it's like designed to throw off feds right because it's like you're not supposed to know about this stuff Uh. um so like i can understand it sometimes but it happens so much that i'm just like i could i literally found this from like like 10 minutes of searching Uh like you did not research hard enough it wasn't the first result on google so you're just gonna say you didn't right research it like hey i went to page two of google i know right the actual deep web yeah um and i found the information fine or like like and really cheap plane tickets for some reason yeah and like the thing is with windigoons he'll actually talk (laughs) with people like he'll go on forums and be like hey i was wondering what this thing meant yes 
You know, so this is someone who is doing a level of journalism and research. Yeah, and, and investigative. And journalist. most people don't because they just want to like make a video that'll get produce. good interaction. You know, just want to produce. Which is why my friend doesn't really like these videos that much anymore. Is yeah. because like most of the ones he's found are just like garbage. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, speaking of conspiracies, I was going to tell you. Oh, go ahead. Man of Tarid. Man of Tarid. Have you not heard of that? No. That's it. Don't look it up yet. I want to explain it to you first. Go ahead. The Man of Tarid is a very interesting case that happened in, I think, the 80s. Mm. And it was a case where there was a man who went to an airport and he had a passport. Yes. And on the passport, yeah. his country of origin was a country called Tarid. Uh-huh. Tarid is a country that does not exist. Anymore or ever. Ever. And that's what's interesting about it is you look at his like you would look at like his passport, all the information was correct. It was a valid passport for a country that does not exist. A bunch of members of like the FBI or like like Secret Service agents basically took him and was like, Where is this? Where like what like just interrogating him yeah. about like what is tarred where is it from and he's like it was in was it interrogation in the sense of like this guy's a threat or was it more of a level of like they didn't know they just where are you from li- like kind of both it was kind of like a both okay. situation um but he was like yeah it's a small country in between france and spain that's like just on the border of it and they're yeah. like do you mean andorra because uh. andorra is a, con- a small country on the border of france and spain yes and they showed that he was like no it's called tarid and then they showed him a map of it and he's like that has never been called andorra in its life that is tarid mm. he was adamant that andorra the country of andorra which is a real country yes was a, actually a country called tarid there have been multiple movies in uh andorra yeah here's the here's the kicker They're very good here's the kicker yes the man from tarid disappeared no one knew where he went Ooh, very good stuff that i think appears on uh one of the layers of the iceberg video but um look it up the man from tarid i think it's spelled t-a-u-r-e-d tarid mm-hmm. tarid mystery the man who vanished as mysteriously as he appeared there's an audiobook yep he arrived in tokyo japan he came in through customs. The officers were perplexed because they had never seen or heard about such a country. The primary language of the man described as Caucasian looking with a beard was French. So he spoke French. The passport was issued by the by of the course the Torrid. The passport looked authentic, but the place was not recognized. He was given a map to point out his country. He immediately pointed to an area occupied by the Principality of Andorra. Andorra is the border of France and Spain. The man said that this country has been in existence for a thousand years and was a little puzzled why his country was called Andorra on the map. The man argued with the customs office for long and refused to give in. He was also carrying currencies of different countries, probably because... He had made several business trips. Go- These in in webs built website ads that keep moving text up and down, so you have to it's keep awful. scrolling. It's horrible. Uh, okay, officials found out that the company which he mentioned existed in Tokyo, but not in Torrid. Similarly, the hotel he mentioned did exist, but hotel employees informed them that no such booking was made. This prompted officers to take the man in custody for further interrogation. Officers were suspicious that he might be some criminal and confiscated his documents and personal, I swear, ads, get out of my way. Adblock, man. Confiscate. It's the university computer, man. I have Adblock on my account. They confiscated... His documents and personal belongings, the officers put the mystery man in a nearby hotel whilst they conducted their investigation. To ensure the mystery man didn't escape, two guards were placed on the door. It must be mentioned that the hotel room with which he was staying had one entry and exit point only. But to everyone's surprise, he vanished the next morning. The man from Tarid. Interesting. The theory is is that Fantastic. he came from an alternate dimension. I completely see that coming. Right? Yeah. He came from an alternate oh, dimension yeah. where Andorra was actually Tarid. Oh, my gosh. And he disappeared. There's a glitch in the Matrix. The universe made a mistake. Did he get replaced by another person? Did they no- swap? Or did he just... He got snuck in, so he had to get sucked back out. Not a, No one knows. No one knows. But it's, he rolled in on a plane. It's really good. That... It's, 
is literally a like unreleased uh, Twilight Zone episode. It's right, full and it on. happened. It happened full in real on. life. Full on the man from Tarred. God, yeah, yeah. T a u r e d. T a u r e d. Yep, Tarred. Tarred. That's what it said on his passport. Legitimate passport too, but country, not Andorra. Didn't exist. <laughs> not real. It's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Freaking cool. Right. I always love conspiracies. I usually, uh, whenever Lance is around, Jake isn't allowed to go like full in on conspiracy theories or whatnot, yeah. just because that's really not the flavor of the show. I'm mm-hmm. sort of speaking to the audience here. <laughs> um, but it's spring break. Yeah, I'm a bit wacky. A year ago, I'm, wear- I'm yeah, wearing. Jake I'm wearing my slacks. Li- Jake is literally I'm- wearing sweatpants into work today. He's yeah. off the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he's a salary man, so it's not really the same thing. But he's not obligated to come into work today. I'm doing this because I want to. He gets Thursdays off. I'm, I, I get Thursdays off this week, but I'm coming in because I like your show that much, Ethan. I'm, you know what? Thank you very much, Jake. It warms my soul. Mm-hmm. But I figured it's a a year ago, everything kind of cracked open and went crazy. This year, let's just sort of relax, look into some very nonsensical stuff. I think... I was watching some sort of, um, I, I was watching a movie, I think, or right before coming to work today, I was watching, like, part of a movie, and it had a very similar, like, world virus theme mm-hmm. playing through it, and it was yeah. just getting, like, to be a depressing movie. 100% had to turn it off and just look at, like, X-Files Yeah, for, like, a good 20 minutes to Sometimes be like, I, gotta, I, yeah. I can't do that right now. Like, yeah. we're living that. Mm-hmm. I need, like, escapism. Yeah. Is what I guess I'm getting at here. And, like, if you're stuck in because you don't want to repeat what happened last spring break, this spring break, and you're kind of looking for something to do but you feel like you're stuck in, escapism. It's so good. I only recommend it in the in the purest and smallest form of a book of video game. In Stephenville right now, it's pretty gloomy. Here, let me pull up the weather. I have a It's going to rain this shortcut. weekend. It's going to rain tomorrow, I believe. Tomorrow, I would... I, I, I have, I, I'm one oh, of those no. Go- it's moved. Here we go. Oh. I have the full forecast. Mm. <clears throat> I'll use my KTRL voice. Sounds good. <clears throat> In Stephenville, it's currently overcast, set at 75 degrees Fahrenheit, 24 degrees Celsius, with a humidity at 55%, and a visibility out till 10 miles. We have a southwestern wind at 7 miles per hour, with gusts nowhere to be seen. Later on this afternoon, we can expect it to be mostly cloudy, with the sun breaking through just a bit, a high of 76 for the, the entirety of the day. Tonight, we can expect it to continue to be mostly cloudy, with a low of 63. Friday, mostly cloudy, with a high of 79. Friday night, the clouds will stay with a low of 62 degrees Fahrenheit. Saturday, that's when things will start picking up. 20% chance of showers, and then later on into Saturday afternoon, 20 to 20 to 80% chance of thunderstorms, with a high of 77 and a low of 55. Looks like things are going to both cool down and heat up on Saturday. Sunday, we have a 30% chance of storms in the morning, with the sun coming out to clean those away, with a high of 71 and a low of 46 for the entirety of Sunday, sunny, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, right back here Monday morning mm-hmm. next week. Let's go. So, uh, when I was doing the the weather and news last week, we had, that's always fun to do. I was yeah. told that I have a narrator's voice that I use a lot. Yeah, I've noticed it. I think it just works perfectly for these sort of situations. 100%. I, yeah. lo- I love it. Uh, it's actually how I got a job here. Yeah. I was doing the narrator voice while playing a game of Magic the Gathering with some friends. Yeah. And they told I was like, "Man, if only I could like be a newscaster or like actually have like a job in radio." And they were yeah. like, "We have an on-campus radio station." Yeah. And I was like, "Do you guys think I should Yes, you should absolutely work there, Ethan." I was like, "All right, I'm going to go tomorrow." And they're like, "Go after the just go now." And I was like, "All right, I concede. You you win all my stuff. I'm going." And here you are. And I I work here now. Yeah. Follow the dreams of your stupid college roommates. I'll tell you right now, um, if it wasn't for this radio station, I probably wouldn't want to pursue a job in radio. Yeah. Like, this state, like this, this place. I literally changed my major after starting working here. I started yeah. off in electrical engineering. I was mm-hmm. thinking of, I do electrical engineering. I work at a radio station. I get more involved in, you know, computer and yeah. automation yeah. and the technical side of things. But I loved just the being the voice. I yeah. loved the announcing. I loved. I loved the scripting, the production. I loved that part so much. Yeah. And so now that's what I do. Mm-hmm. 
Fantastic. I, 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 I mean, I graduated with digital media degree, mm-hmm. but like you mix in a good, yeah, you're dig- an art student. I'm technically an art student. So I got oh, one, no. of the, I got, I got one of the most pointless degrees in existence. Yeah. You know, no, but, uh, seriously, like you take a digital media degree, which is definitely like the higher eps, like epsilon of, um, art degrees especially considering i got into like the tech uh-huh. degree field so i have like a little bit more technical prowess right um than my contemporaries because i think like maybe me and like three other guys were like tech focused, and the mm. rest were pure art because they just didn't know how to do math like at all like i'm bad at math but like i i i was able to pass calculus my second time around right, right. um the point is, though, is that I have that. Mix that in with the experience I have here. I think. Oh, that, dude. I mean, the experience at this station, I this, think. This is worth. Yeah. I, I think that if you are, if you're going into radio. Yeah. I think that this job is more valuable to you than, like, a college degree. Oh, my gosh. Dude, mm-hmm. everything. I looked up the, because I, as I was going to switch my major, I had a huge talk with Lance. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man, I'm switching out of electrical engineering. It's really not my speed. Mm-hmm. I really just can't deal with any of the other electrical major, like electrical engineering people either. There's yeah. a lot of ego in STEM that I'm not here for. Yeah. It sucks because that's like the, the one degree that will get you a job. Yeah, that's the thing. Electrical engineering in Texas will just give you a hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. in your pocket every year yeah which is like uh oh well you know maybe i could have invented the carbon battery but if i do that i'll do that <laughs> because i want to not because i have the degree yeah but um which was another good realization a healthy realization i had of like well if i wanted it i'd be doing it that's what i'm doing with japanese exactly i don't need a degree to learn this stuff i'm just exactly there's so much information on the internet that your only excuse for not learning a new skill trait hobby etc is you just don't want to yeah which is fine you cannot want things yeah but like let me but let me finish here um because that's a whole nother like argument that has probably been made a thousand times Uh, i genuinely talked with lance and i was like i want to switch degrees would you recommend a comms degree lance said absolutely not yeah absolutely not because i'm already doing what a comms degree would be doing yeah i'm basically in an entry-level job right now. Yeah. I'm about to hit two years of radio experience. Yeah. I have been a radio host for one year of that. Mm-hmm. I have hosting an NPR program. I've been a board op for six months. Yeah. I've been a digital media producer, upgraded to a digital media director, mm-hmm. have run multiple advertisement campaigns, built a website, built a podcast network, hosted a podcast for a year, for over a year. Yeah. Like, multiple, like, really good... Um, like portfolio achievements. I'm yes. so proud of every one mm-hmm. of these portfolio achievements that, and all of them are working models yeah. that have shown growth after being created as well. Mm-hmm. A degree gets barely gets you in the door. I w- I can walk in and like show like I can do this and this and this and this yeah. and this. Like honestly, and you like, don't have to worry of like he's got a degree, but did he just sneak through with C's? Did yeah. he have B's? It was like no, I built a website. I've done yeah. the port forwarding. I have done like I've done it. Yeah. I understand it. Like my whole thing is that I I will I will talk about how like a degree is a waste of money and whatnot, but to be fair, if I didn't have a degree, I wouldn't be able to get this job. Mm-hmm. You know, so to that I can say like it was worth it. It was worth But like, you also had the benefit which I don't. Mm-hmm. Where part of your schooling is covered. That is true. Yeah. Mhm. Um like I work at this job to pay for my schooling so that I can continue attending college to stay at this job i'm in a circle it is oddly enough kind of lucrative how much it's like free labor yeah it's like you can work for us so you can pay us off for this degree that's not really worth anything yeah which will in turn put you into debt so that you will constantly have to have a job and constantly be in a unnecessarily high amount of debt so that you'll still yeah. be an indentured servant. I don't want Chris. I don't want to hammer this nail too far into this coffin. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll have this be the last point I make. Yes. Uh, before we move on to finish up the show, but I genuinely have had multiple thoughts of either dropping out of college or going into debts. Yeah. To just make it easier. Yeah. I the stress of being in class. While also have ha, needing to have a job, it's un- needing to have an income, it's ridiculous, and the whole time still being in a 
um, what is it, still being in a spending deficit even at the end of it yeah. is just so taxing mentally mm-hmm. that I do nothing on the weekends. When I get off, I just kind of sit there and I'm like, I'll, I'll do it again next week. It's yeah. like an existential wall that has to be cl- like crawled. It's a, like it's a Sisyphean task almost, mm-hmm. because I'm down. Well, to, I'm down to two classes a semester. Yeah, and but, I'll do that for the next three years. Yeah, and it's like, well, that's just a waste of your own time. You know, if you know, college was what it was back then. Oh yeah. You well, know, we, we, had, we already we, had that combo before this. Before this, we had a really good conversation uh, when Jake came in and we were doing microphone test of like. Minimum wage needs to be $27 an hour and all like, you know, the boomers have done this and that and they've made entry to everything terrible and Mm -hmm. the the wealthy need to come down. We had a very big eat the rich moment. Yeah. It was very fun. Yeah. Uh, But and we also got uh, fun talking about Alaska's UBI. Alaska has a UBI. Yeah. Which is Jake's uh, moving to Alaska soon. uh, Maybe. (laughs) Dude, do radio in Alaska. Yeah, I would love to to my I have a new goal. Anchorage. I have a like a visual goal of me that I can see two door truck. Yeah. Snow like snow tires, all terrain. A little dog, yeah. like 30 to 50 pounds. I'd move to Alaska but my dad would get jealous. That's fine. <laughs> uh your dad can your dad can be jealous. You live in the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Drive out of my out of the homestead. Yeah. You know, couple of miles, maybe 30 miles max. Mm-hmm. To the station, unlock the door, sit down with a coffee, hit start, and just do the morning show till yes. lunch. Walk it out. That'd be so. That'd lock be... it up on the way out, or pass the keys off to the afternoon guy. That'd be so choice. Just freaking, oh, dude, yeah. that's a dream. I'm down. Just be the local informer. Yeah, dude, I would love that. Mm. I'm gonna look up what it takes to put up a radio station. I might do it. <laughs> I might just make my own radio station. Yeah, just start off. Be a big investment. Yeah, what? It, I'm gonna look up everything that it takes. All right. I'm, you know what? That'll be my career to eventually build my own station. I would love that. That'd be so good. That would be so great. That'd be great. Jake, I think we're done. I Th- think we did it. That was an amazing show. I think we've done it. I think we. I think we did a fantastic job this episode. I'm gonna finish off. I mean, we started off really fun and conspiracies. Not, not only that, like the thing, the thing that was really good about this episode, not to mm. toot our own horn. No, go ahead. But it was like the transition into each subject was like perfect. Yeah. Like there was never, a, there was never a need to like check the thing, which they, like there's no fault of that. But it's like there's never a need to be like, all right, let's see what the next subject I have on the tack. It is. It's just one after another after another. Banger. Good episode. Hey, man, Jake, it's almost like I know what I'm doing. It's magic. And it could also be the fact that I just have, like, Jake, it's spring break is my one note for this week. And it worked. It might That might have been it. That's You'll magic. never know. I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. I have CDC information hanging around. I got to get rid of this. Uh, the vaccines have already been all given out in town. Alrighty. Alrighty. Uh, ending of the show. That's right. Zoom this up. Listeners, viewers, we come to a close on this year episode. If you showed up late or wish to revisit us, you can find this show on our YouTube channel, Tarleton Radio, as a video, or listen on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get podcasts, because it is both a YouTube video and a podcast, and a live stream. What a complicated show. I know, man. For updates about the show and other interesting things we make here at the station, follow us on the links in the description. It's all of our socials and whatnot. Uh, this has been your episode of Cruising the Planet. We really didn't talk much about something to do in and around Stephenville this week. We mostly talked about the fact that, well, since you, it's kind of easy to tell you from my window, I can see that Stephenville is empty uh, because everyone's left for spring break. Yep. I think the freeze had something to do with that. Everyone leaving out of town because they were locked in. And they're like, well, we got to get out of here We got to just get out of here. We got to leave now. But... Uh, what we can do for those of you who are afraid of repeating ne- last year's spring break and uh, you know being a, a, a minor force in a much larger wave uh, that is to come in Texas, it's pretty pretty obvious. 
Um, escapism. We yeah. sort of covered a couple of fun things to sort of sink your time into if you're kind of stuck in. Uh, you know, watch the movie Signs. Look up icebergs about different concepts. There was Super Mario, the video game. Yep. I mean, I think uh, one of the, mo- the best Super Mario games currently out right now, Super Smash, not Super Smash Brothers. There's a new character for Super Smash Brothers, which all of my friend I have has stolen all of my friends. But there's a whole bunch of things you can go and look up. Escapism. We'll, yep. we'll name that as the theme for to do in Stephenville Left today. Left for Dead Two. Left for Dead. Yeah, we covered a bunch of them in the comments, Easter egg style. Tell us every single type of escapism type media that we brought up this week. It was like a secret theme. If you have any suggestions or questions about the show, you can leave them as a comment or a review of the show if you're able to do so. And as always, I will see you all next week. Goodbye. See you around, everybody. Fantastic, Jake.